what I'd like to do is actually get to the younger people, okay, and try to do some good marriage preparation. Not There's sort of an immediate marriage preparation that you do right before the marriage, but really marriage preparation is a lifelong endeavor. And what I want to try to do is get to the kids when they're younger and do like marriage prep with them. So, for example, with the junior high kids or the high school kids, I might go through uh, a book that <laughs> whose title is funny, How to Avoid Falling in Love with a Jerk. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, another excellent book uh, by a Protestant author. It's called Boundaries and Dating. Really, really good book. Um, so these are certain things that I want to do, and I really would uh, uh, appreciate very much your prayers for me in these endeavors. Um, uh, sometimes, you know, divorce happens, okay? So it might be the case that uh, some Catholics divorce, and then later on in life they kind of look back and say, that was stupid, that was a mistake, and they, they want to... Uh, make the best of their of their faith and they want to practice their faith and uh, in any event it's just it's a reality divorce is a reality so there's a whole problem of co-parenting co-parenting okay how do you raise children together when you're not living in the same house okay when you've got a civil divorce and you know your former wife is over here and you're over and maybe even a different state how do you raise how do you co-parent it's a very difficult task so I'd like to be able to sort of give some give some guidance, some pastoral guidance, and that there's some excellent books out there on that right now. Um, also, too, this is something a subtle part of the Catholic faith. It's really always been present since the days of the apostles uh, until this day. Is that sometimes uh, divorce is advisable, actually, and that's something that's not if you have a take a simplistic approach to Christ's teaching. In today's gospel, really what Christ is saying is that if there's a true marriage bond, it's unbreakable. Okay? And so remarriage is the, is the problem. Okay? That's really what the consequences of Christ's teaching are. But the church has always taught that sometimes separation, including a, the, a civil divorce, now civil divorce does not affect the, the true marriage bond in God's eyes, but sometimes a civil divorce is advisable. Okay? And the, the church has always taught this. It's what's been referred to by moral theologians as imperfect divorce. And sometimes it's advisable if there is a marital situation in which there's serious physical uh, or verbal abuse. Okay, Sometimes it's advisable, actually, to separate. Um, also, intolerable life under, and this is a direct quote from old, very old uh, moral theology books here, intolerable life under the same roof due to criminal activity, substance abuse, things like that. Okay. So Christ's teaching on the indissolubility of marriage does not mean automatically you can never uh, separate or uh, even file for a civil divorce. Remarriage is the issue. And that's kind of like a whole other separate topic uh, that I'm not going to get into. Um, now, what I want to just kind of do with this homily, though, I've got a really nice passage from a, from a book, a marriage and family counseling book, that I have on my shelf here. I'm going to read this. A very nice anecdote, a little story here. Um, you know, it is true that sometimes uh, separation is advisable, but I think what we're dealing with today is something else. A very high rate of divorce today. And I think it's due to a lack of fortitude on the part of men and women and young people who are growing up today. A lack of fortitude. Marriage is tough. And it takes uh, real strength. And we come into marriage with a kind of a, what they call, the counselors call a soulmate-ism, where they think, you know, this person's going to be my everything. And when 
obviously no one can be that for you. When that, those expectations are not met, you get very unhappy. And then whenever there's conflict that comes about, you just say, forget about it, and you're out of there. And that's created a, a lot of problems. Um, children of divorce have a much higher rate, uh, possibility and chance of divorce. So it's a kind of a self-perpetuating cycle that takes place, and it's very damaging to society. So my brothers and sisters, if we can pray today for fortitude on behalf of the people uh, who are going through marriage difficulties, maybe some of us here present or our children, uh, let's pray for fortitude. And here's a little story that I, I think is really great here. Um, there's a guy, Gary, and he remembers he's speaking to this author of this book. Here he's talking about his childhood. His parents had a very difficult marriage, um, uh, very, very difficult, and they were, his intention was a lot. The, the husband, Gary's dad, was a very extroverted guy who liked to talk to a lot of people. He owned a, a, a hardware store, and he was always talking. The wife, uh, was a, she was a good mom. She always wanted the kids to do what was right and to get good grades. Uh, but she was very suspicious and very jealous of the husband, and this caused incredible tension in the marriage. And they actually would very rarely fight in, in the presence of the children, uh, but sometimes it got so bad that Gary's dad would disappear and not come home the next day, and, and this would happen repeatedly. And they're like, Wait, kids are confused about this. And, uh, you know, he, Gary would come to his mom in the morning, and she'd have these migraine headaches, and say, Mommy, what's wrong? And she'd say, Oh, I just, I haven't had my tea this morning. She'd just make up this kind of excuse for a little kid. And so Gary, when he was a child, would start bringing his mother tea in the morning. Okay, so that's how he, how, a little child, how he would deal with this conflict. But he says this. He says, One morning after I knew Dad hadn't been home the night before, I was feeling really low. I guess I was seriously worried that he wouldn't come back. Mom had been all teary-eyed and silent during breakfast. I got on my bike to ride to school, but I just couldn't face going. So I rode down to Dad's store. I thought I'd just peek in to see if he was there. He saw me looking. I must have sensed that something was wrong because he just left off helping a customer. came straight out to me. I remember he looked tired, but he also looked kind of alarmed. He asked if anything was wrong at home. And he looked relieved when I told him there wasn't. So we went back into his office and we talked. He said he didn't know why mom was so angry and suspicious, but that sometimes he had to leave because it got to him and made him angry. He pointed to the old leather couch in the office and told me that when he did leave, that's where he slept. That was when I asked him if they might divorce. I'll always remember this part. His face went all saggy like he was going to cry, and he reached out and hugged me hard. Let me tell you something, sport. Marriage is like a roller coaster. It has real highs and real lows. The lows have been worse than I thought. The highs have been higher than I thought. The big picture is that I love your mother and you kids are the high point of our marriage. The picture right now is your mother and I are in a slump, but we'll work our way out of it. I know we will because we love you kids so much. Our marriage has been challenging, but it's been a good ride, and I'm hanging on till the end. 
and then Gary concludes this interview here with the author of this book, that was one of the most important conversations of my whole life. And you see what happens when the divorce takes place is, and again, sometimes it's advisable, really, uh, but oftentimes today it's not. It takes place because there's a lack of fortitude. And what the child carries in their heart is a paradigm of love that's broken. And it seriously inhibits their ability to love and to receive love and to deal with conflict uh, in their own marriage relationship. And uh, what the Gary's dad did is he provided the opposite model. So Gary, for the rest of his life, would carry in his heart at a deep level, even deeper than his conscious mind, uh, this paradigm of love that is difficult but is worth fighting for and it's possible to preserve if you fight for it and if you have fortitude. So let's pray for that for ourselves, for our children, for and for 